Blog Talk Radio. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland. And our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Not protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is, will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction. The place where the news may seem like a dream, and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy, because God truth will set you free. John 832. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall. Phil Armstrong. Great day. Uh, today we we're going to talk about um, Satan and uh, him offering the kingdoms of the world to whoever will take him. Jesus says, "Whoever will come, let him come." And Satan said the same thing in the Garden of Eden. Satan sort of offered uh, Eve the kingdoms of the world, or at least the knowledge that you can be as God, knowing good from evil. Now, Satan has not changed his tricks. He's still doing the same thing. In um, Matthew 4, starting at verse um, 7, it says, Jesus said unto him, it is written again, thou should not tempt the Lord thy God. Uh, and then it says again, the devil taketh him. Now that's after he's already begun the first uh, initial um, campaign to deceive the creator of all things. Then it goes on in verse 8, it says, again, the devil taketh him up into a exceedingly high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And saith unto him, all these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Can you believe the nerves of this guy? Then Jesus said unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now, I have a book called The God of War. Some of y'all might, and that's a little G. Some of y'all might be familiar with that, and I've started reading it at, uh uh, as time progressed and give me time to do it. Uh, and uh, it talks about the gods that we serve. And God wants to be number one. Uh, as he, actually, God actually says he doesn't want any competition at all because we serve a jealous God, which Oprah Winfrey says, I don't want no jealous God. Well, you're not going to get one, neither are you going to get heaven. Uh, in Exodus 20, three and five, it says, Thou shalt not have strange gods before me. Uh, it says, Thou shalt not make 
to thyself a graven, Im- grave, graven thing or graven image, nor the likeness of anything that is in heaven above or in earth beneath, nor of those things that are in the waters under the earth. So um, what it says uh, in verse 5, it says, Thou shalt not adore them nor serve them. I am the Lord thy God, mighty, jealous, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children. Uh, it says in uh, Romans chapter 1 that they worship the created thing rather than God himself. Now, the created thing could be an Xbox. It could be a car. It can be a lady, a girl, a female, or a male, whoever you worship, whatever is thrown in on your, your life. Um, now, the music industry is one of Satan's uh, devices to get people to be lured to sleep. Now, television is great also, especially the commercials, because the commercials are pretty presenting to you uh, those things that Satan wants you to worship. Now, Satan is the prince of the power of the air. And you know you send news waves and, and music and, and sound and television through the news waves. Uh, and um, I do believe that he has stronghold of those who own these organizations and companies and corporations. That's, that's, not even, that's nothing new. We know that. Uh, and, and in a future show, we can go over some of the... Uh, uh, newspapers and organizations that these people, these, these Illuminatists uh, influence. But for the time being, uh, we want to ask the question, what God are you serving? Uh, Jesus uh, wants to be first. Like the scripture said in, ver- in, in Exodus 20, uh, verse 5, that he says, we, uh, God is jealous. He's a jealous God. And um, if we're considered the bride of Christ, uh, just close your eyes for a minute and picture your your significant other, your husband and your wife or your fiance talking to some other person of the of the opposite sex, and, and not just talking to them; they actually digging them. Uh, I mean, wouldn't you be jealous? Well, I'm not too jealous. Yes, yes, you will be jealous. You will be jealous. I, I can know that for sure. But see. What the society wants you to do now is to, you know, fancy yourself in materialism. It's fine. And inside of materialism, there are many gods. There's millions of gods. You can, I mean, materialism by itself, you know, the matter, the things we can feel and touch, and then there's the things that we cannot feel and touch. There's certain things that we we can't feel or touch that we still uh, put it in the position of God. Now you can't you can't feel, um, you know, spending time watching TV because I mean, unless you just cut on the TV and touch it all, the whole duration of the program, but you can you you can sense it. You, you know it's going into your five senses. And it's taking on a subconscious, very deep conscious thing. And, it, and it's the various layers that it's penetrating your soul. 
And when that's happening, you are at risk of dethroning Christ very easily. That's why he says all my, all like sheep has gone astray, each of us is going our own way. It's very easy to go your own way. So, so this program for the day is just to acknowledge the fact that um, the Satan is offering these things. Satan doesn't care what you worship right now. If ultimately, if you're still alive at the tribulation period, you're going to worship Satan. But see, he wants you. He just wants you away from Christ right now. And if he can lure you to sleep with the various gods, then he's going to creep in and give you various formalities of of uh, you know cultural ideology, which is the gospel according to Ray Ray down the street, or the gospel according to your preacher, of course, the gospel according to your sister Mary who calls and gossips about everybody else and then tells you what she thinks the Bible is supposed to be saying to you. Everybody has their version of the Bible. So you have to deal with the multiple gods, and I, and I say plural, multiple gods, in your life, then you have to come back and deal with the ideologies of society, like relativism. It, it, what you say is right to you, does not necessarily have to be right for me, but everybody, let's sing Kumbaya and, and give, and everybody has the, there is no ultimate truth. So if there's no ultimate truth, I can tell you that you're going to stick your hand in that pot and burn the living daylights out of yourself. Well, that's not true. But then they can say, well, if I hit the pan and the water splashes all over the place and then I come back and touch the puddles later, it's not going to burn me. So in other words, they're dancing with the devil. Ultimate truth. Ultimate truth. I can guarantee you that. So how do you ultimately know that there is no ultimate truth? So getting back on the point, that Satan is offering you the kingdom of the world, and the kingdom of the, kingdoms of the world has its own philosophies, its own theology, its own merit of thinking. Bill Clinton set the trend. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. But he did. He lied. But then everybody thought it was cool. Yeah, it's cool. Well, he didn't do no. Well, get over it. He be he. He didn't do anything wrong because that's the new society we live in. It, it was cool. They think it's cool. Woe to those who call good evil and evil good. They thought it was cool. But he had a woman in his office, and the Oval Office to go go of all things. But see, people don't like this. What I'm saying. And what I'm truly saying is that, first of all, you have to dethrone every single one of those on the, on the throne. It could be from anywhere from eating to working to taking Johnny to the volleyball, you know, soccer mom to alcohol to drugs. It doesn't even have to be anything bad. It could be your, your leisure time. You're late, um, just sitting on the couch. You, you enjoy just being to yourself. In other words, you enjoy that. What is your God? We have many little G's. We, we have people are so busy they can't even read the Bible, but technically they're not really busy. So Satan 
has no problem offering you the kingdom of the world because Satan, they say the Russians are, 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 are uh, patient. Satan's patient. That's why the Bible says, do your patience possess you your soul? Because Satan's patient. So if Satan's patient and you're not, eventually he's going to dethrone God from your life and put some other things on there because he knows he's been watching. He's the greatest marketer ever. There's no one who can market better than Satan. Satan's the one behind all those executives who and market uh, individuals in the corporations who are trying to appease your your senses to get you to buy something on television or try to get you to eat something on television or try to get you to buy a certain pair of clothes or some tennis shoes. Satan's the one who goes out into these organizations and, and set the norm. And have you ever heard of somebody say, well, that's the norm of selling something from Nike or they have set the norm from selling something from Apple Computer? Well, he only has to grasp a hold of a few of those organizations. He don't have to grasp hold of every single one of them because he's not omnipresent. It's just like preachers. He he can he only has to set his, his tone on some individual preachers. He doesn't have to set his tone on everybody because he's not omnipresent. And, and his demons aren't smart enough to figure it out either. Actually, yes, they are. They're kind of more smart than preachers. So that's why they kind of get them to follow certain trends. I went to seminary and I learned this. But then two year, five years later, they didn't fall from the seminary that was already falling in the first place. Because they're going after their own theology. Like they, 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 their lukewarmness is showing that the word of God is no longer has the same foundation while they left seminary. Things always progress slowly to, to leave the current and, and, and go downstream and it gets worse. When you're going downstream at a super miles an hour, you know you're going to go over a cliff pretty soon. Eventually, it, it, it demotes itself. The credibility is gone. But people like to hear those things. See, churches even can, deno- can nominate a, a little G on their throne. It could be money. It could be programs. It can be sermons to compromise. You can have a you can have the study your study habits on your throne and God demoted. That's what it says. I stand at the door and knock. He's knocking on the church on people's hearts, but he's also knocking on the churches and saying, "Let me in." So Satan has infiltrated the churches, and he knows exactly what to do. It's not hard. So the moral to the story is, who's your God? And when you realize that, that's why, that's why it's so important to realize the awesomeness of God. The omni. The, 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 potent, omnipresent, omnipotent God. You have to know that God and you have to know that the churches aren't teaching this though, but you have to know that this God only wants, he's the only one, he doesn't even want to compete. 
with the other gods. Not only does he not want to be second or third, he wants to be ultimately God of your life. That means he wants, to, he wants to be in every area of your life. He wants to be the Lord of your life. And everything that God does is going to be better. Good things come from heaven. That's why they always ask the question to true Christians, I want some of that. I want, I want to be like you. I want to, be, I want to see how you, I, I want that what you got. But if you if you if you think Beyonce and Jay Z and 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 and, the, and these uh, Kanye West, you think these people are happy? Think again. They're sitting there mocking Jesus, using foul language with the finger up, and 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 and, and putting up all of these uh, satanic pyramids. And 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 Kanye Kanye West refers to himself as Yezus. Meaning Jesus, and um, Jay Z compared uh, uh, calls himself Jehovah, meaning Je- Jehovah. They have no respect for Christianity or the faith. Now these are the same characters that our kids are listening to. What did one of um, Adolf Hitler's uh, minions say? One of his chief head. Um, Gorbrals Gorbr- or something like that said, uh, "Give me a generation, and I, and I and I and I can change the world. That's easy." And they have gotten that generation. The new world order is plant into your child's head. That's why your child talks back. That's why your child rebels because of sin, of course. Because do what thou wilt. That's what that's what uh, uh, Kanye West says. Do what thou wilt. That's what JC says. Do what thou wilt. And honestly, Crowley. I'll, Alistair Crowley, whatever the heck their name is. Do what thou wilt. And that's exactly what relativism means. What's right to me is wrong, might not be right to you, but let's sing together and sing Kubaya because it's all, well, it all pans out in the end. There is no absolute truth. It's like there is no God even though I'm more sophisticated than a parrot. I asked one of the kids that I work with, and he said, there is no God. I said, well, who made those shorts you got on? Um, some, some dude in Thailand. I said, how do you know that? Is it a girl or a guy? You know the person? It happened by accident, huh? You say there's a curator to the shorts. But then they don't believe the Bible. And then I tell them, I say, study the individual who's, in char- who, who's the main person of this religion. And you got your answer. And then study their enemies. Study what the world says about Jesus. Study what the world says about Muhammad. Study what the world says about Boom, what the world says about um, Buddha. And then to, and then go into those religions and say what see what they if the true Christians they call us uh, intolerant. So if we intolerant, that means we're we're not we're not going to sh- that means we're we're claiming to be true. Now you got some religions, I'm sorry, some some denominations trying to join hands with Islam. Yeah, the end time church. Yeah, it's going to happen that way. But a true Bible believing church would not share. See, the world still acknowledges that we're still fundamentalist, Bible thumping, intolerant Christians. They because they the world senses, the world system sense. 
that there is still a remnant of true Christians who would not bend to Satan's lie. I would build my church, Jesus said, and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. There is a true remnant who would not go into the tribulation period, who would not would take on, it says in Matthew chapter 4, verse 8, again, the devil taketh him up unto an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And saith unto him, all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. In Revelation chapter 13, the Antichrist will ask the whole world to take a mark. And without that mark, you would not be able to buy, sell, or function. Who Choose who you will serve today, but as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. There's going to be underground people, churches after the rapture church, people are going to go underground, the saints are going to go underground. You're not going to know who's the Christian because they're hiding out. But they have chosen at that point. The, the Bible says that John couldn't say, who are all of these? These are the people who have washed themselves and come out of the Great Tribulation. So it's going to be billions of people. But see, they have not bowed down to Satan, Matthew 4, verse 8. They have not bowed down to Satan. I was going to come on and talk about the news, but we are going to get a set regiment of videos, and I promise this is going to happen. And 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 we are going to have we're going to come out with a schedule on Mondays. I'm going to talk about sexual addictions on Tuesdays. Well, probably change it on Mondays. I'll probably talk about Bible prophecy, and on Wednesdays I'll probably talk about the news. Or on Friday night. I, I haven't figured that out what I'm going to do. But various days we're going to have different types of ministries, shows going on. But I just wanted to come on today and talk and, and block myself from having over 30 minutes. I'm going to go listen to this show again because I want to trap myself into just one show a week, maybe once in a while, every two weeks, that I have a show longer than an hour. Because if I have a guest on, I'm going to go on a two or three hour show. I might even tape the shows and combine them together and then have a guest on. But I am going to continue to talk about who people are choosing today. Because we're like a bunch of, you know, sheep. We go with the herd. Or we are a bunch of, you know, wild animals that go with the herd. Or dumb animals, I should say. We go with what everybody else does. The true leaders don't. That's one thing I get to say about, well, actually, no, because they, they actually go after the herd and they have to join them Illuminati and sell their soul. But um, anybody who comes out and they want to make a difference in society, especially the Steve Jobs of the world, you know, I commend them, but you pay a big price. What is the profit of man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Satan's offering you the whole world. Of course, you're going to lose your soul. It ain't worth it, folks. These guys walking around and and these these males are dressing up like women on on various TV shows because the Illuminati wants them to help feminize society. They want to help feminize culture. I'm not talking about women and women's rights and stuff like that. That's another show for itself. I'm talking about males. When you show males enough uh, of Miss Doubtfire 
and and Shaniqua, Wanda on Living Colors, and you show enough males dressing up like women, it's part of initiation to get into the New World Order or get into the music industry. This is something we have to really take a look at, folks. Who's on your throne? Is your job? Is a car? Who's on your throne? We have to ask ourselves this. That is when the disciples uh, was asked, who, who, who did, you know, Jesus asked them, who do they say that I am? Some say you're Elijah, some say you're John the Baptist coming back. Who do y'all say that I am? You're the son of the living God. You're the Messiah. That's who you are. And we have to get that down. We have to see the, like I said earlier, we have to see the vastness. Have you ever looked at it on YouTube? Go, go not actually YouTube, but go to Googles.com and then punch, punch in the universe and then punch in the image, the image up on the top, and then go to the, all the images of the universe. Go get you, go sit down in, in one of the bookstores at the mall and read about the human body. Go online and do that. The awesomeness of the human body is, is how can you go and be a lady, a, a, a kid can sew a, a torn pair of shorts, but you show it's hard to try to uh, read a few books and then go in and, and fix somebody's broken bones or even operate on somebody. I mean, if you don't even on the desert island, you got to remove a, a, a bullet out of somebody or else they're going to die, then you're going to have to figure it out or else even you trying to get in there can have an unsterilized um, object and can kill them off, just off of disease. And then let alone being just going to, I mean, that's just going to the, be a doctor in college to operate on somebody's body. Now go back and think about how, how much time you have to spend in college to separate Siamese twins by the brain. 16 years, 20 years in college. And that's not, in co- that's not including the time that you spend under somebody's wing. And we're supposed to happen by accident. And see, the culture will mold you if you don't mold it. If you're not willing to change, the change, culture will change you. You have to be the light of the world. You have to be the salt of the earth. Or the, the, the earth will, I mean, the, the Egypt, the world system will suck the salt out of you and will dim the light out of you and put you in ultimate darkness and put you untastable. No one will be able to taste you. No one will be able to see you. Your light will be dim because, because you will become lukewarm because the society does that. The society cools you off. Society has, uh, either makes you totally cold, which, which is a rubble completely, and just there is no God, or society can make you uh, cooler where you are in the middle and you're Christian atheist who, who – and you say that's an oxymoron. Yeah, you're right. It's an oxymoron. A Christian atheist, someone who – and I made I – well, I got this from a, God, a, a, a book that I have. It's called Christian Atheist. And it's it's Christians who who say they're Christians, but 
and in reality, they live like there is no God. And and a lot of times, I'm, I'm not going to sit up here and blame Jay Jay Z and all in the Hollywood and in the movie industry, but they it's a lot. They have a lot to blame, be blamed, but but it's not because they do it out of out of spite. They just can't stand Christians. You, you see that? What's the, see? That's a play on words. Uh, technically, yeah, they can't stand Christians at all, but. I think they do this mostly because they think it's cool and they're ignorant. It says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. When, when you go around, you're mocking God. Eventually, they think that they're, that, I mean, time goes so so long that they think they're never going to meet God. They think it's okay to blaspheme God. But I, I, I believe totally that they're doing it um because they're getting caught up with various fads and religions. I don't say religions and fads. I say fads and religions because I do believe that the culture um, and the small numbers start to experiment with the Kabbalah and all this other stuff, and and they end up having something that is far more in-depth. And truly, they are actually serving Satan. Satan doesn't care who you serve right now, as long as when Revelation 13 kicks in, you you serve him. And see, uh, all of Hollywood and all the music industry want you to go out and make your sacrifice. And I'm not talking about sacrifice and hard work. I'm talking about kill somebody off. And and then they're going to get worse because remember, these people wouldn't. They were back in the seventies, but they were just developing uh, and, and infiltrating the music industry. And so now, as the the eighties and the nineties progressed, uh, these guys start to get worse. Now they're asking um, some of the um, um, people like Justin Bieber to strip butt naked in front of a bunch of old men. And, and use them as a sacrifice and own his own stuff, a living sacrifice. So he has to go have sex with men, and, and there's girls, girls have to go. Why do you think TLC has so much problems? Because they weren't willing to do all of that stuff. Why do you think Boys to Man kind of vanished off of the scene? Why do you think uh, Whitney Houston was saying all kinds of codish stuff, code, speaking in code, or David Chappelle? So see, these people aren't willing to serve God. They're just willing to back out of that uh, lifestyle. They know it's worse enough, but they see they they don't know that if they die tonight, they will not make heaven. And they're going to take everybody with them. Uh, I cannot explain with words how I, I see life. And the people who exist do not know that they have two choices. They don't have three. They don't have four. They don't have five. It appears that they have that many choices. It appears that they have the choice. Just like in the Democratic, you know, Republican Party, it appears that someone has a choice, but technically they only have two choices. Or actually you can go independent too. But see, the Bible says you have many choices. But ultimately, you're going to end up dead and going to either heaven or hell. So the Bible says that there's a broad way 
And there are many roads that lead to heaven. But only one road leads to salvation. So are we all going to stand in front of God to give an account? Jay-Z, Kanye West, Madonna, Whitney Houston. We are going to stand in front of God and give an account. Biggie Smalls, the pharaohs back in the day. All the presidents of the United States. We're all going to stand in front of God to give an account, whether you be in the great right throne judgment or you're going to be at the beam of seat of Christ. The beam of seat of Christ is, is where the Bible says, be thankful that you stand in front of the Son of Man. Be thankful that you can enter in into that judgment and you can stand in front of Jesus to give an account. But, who, but woe to those who stand in the great white throne judgment. That means nobody is going to make it to heaven in that white throne judgment. In these shows, I can kick out ballistics, I can kick out no news, I can oppress you with everything, but right now I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to come straight at you and tell you that you have a choice. The ultimate God, he wants to bring you peace. He wants to bring you uh, uh, life abundantly. He wants to, I mean, yeah, yeah you're going to say, well, what can he do for me? I'm telling you what he can do for you. I know that there's a lot of famous people who wish that they can just have peace. So I'll trade it in all in for peace. And some some movie stars and actresses did walk away. You know? Uh, the lady that played on Family Tie, I, I, can't, I don't know her name right now, but she walked away from it all. She's a Christian now. So it, it it pays to just you know just walk away because the the life will suck the living life out of you. It'll suck it out, suck it out, suck it in. It, it, it'll, it'll destroy you. We, I mean, we got enough people destroying themselves, and they're not even famous. We got enough alcoholics and drug addicts. We got people in the church who are alcoholics, drug addicts. Prescription drugs. But there's ultimately an ultimate God you have to choose. And you have to be cautious. Enter in through the straight gate. That means you have to be cautious. You have to be cautious of what the word of God is saying to you. And it's saying, make sure you eliminate all the small gods, the little G's that are, are competing with Jesus Christ. As first in your life, put him first, and and your life uh, might is still going. You're still going to have heartaches and still going to have trials, but at least you you have peace, even when those trials and heartaches go away. We have to know that God loves us, and He does not wish anyone to perish. And if you're a Christian, God loves you. He wants to direct your life. It talks about in um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 that he will guide your life. But he wants to be the builder of your life. He says in, in uh, Psalms 127 that if the Lord is not the builder, the builder labors in vain. The person labors in vain if it's not God. Let it be God. 
Don't go to church thinking that you can listen to the pastor one day and then the rest of the week don't listen and don't pay attention to God. He says in the word of God, it says they, every day they wake up, they know nothing of me. I'm not, I'm not even on their mind. God must be the focus of your life. He must be when when Peter was said, "Bid me, Lord." When the Lord was walking on water, he said, bid, "Bid me to come out to you." And Peter kept his eyes on the Lord. And then when he took his life, eyes off, he sunk. We must always keep our eyes on the Lord. Be cautious of these little gods that are ready to come in and take. We're not we're not talking about a statue uh, of a you know back in the Israelite days. When they had this, they was in the desert, and they and they had these um, golden calves, and they were built these images. And you go into a African uh, African household or Indian household, and you got these statues, and you know they're Buddhists, and and you got all these statues and and little things that they they worship. They got a little shrine with metals and golds and different types of um, uh, statues and pictures. I mean, we need. We don't need. That. We don't have that. We have television. We have. We have football. We have. We have gambling. We have alcohol. We got drugs. We got. We got unbelief. Just sitting on your couch and doing nothing. Oh, my friend, my friend, don't think. Do not think for one bit. You have to do the drinking and alcohol and prostitutes and all this other stuff to go to hell. You can just sit there and not believe in Jesus Christ. And, and, and in relevance to you getting one stripe and somebody else getting 50, the one stripe is still worse than that. Who wants to go to hell? So let's keep in mind what I said. I tried to smush a lot of stuff into 45 minutes. But keep in mind that we are in the last days, and you have to get ready. And the only way you get ready is to move as close as you can to God. When it says, when Jesus said to repent, and when John the Baptist said to repent, yeah, you make an about face and move towards God. Now get close as you can. Don't let those outside forces compete. You shake some of those friends. Shake some of those people that, uh, that are in your life that, that's causing you to to not be able to move forward in Christ. Get rid of some of those things that you do or used to do. Don't let it come back in your life. I'm not just talking about the the bad thing. I'm talking about some of the things that are not even harmful in in of itself. The things that slow you down. All the activities that we plan and then we say we're busy. We don't make any activities for God. I'm not I'm not even telling you to make God some time. I'm telling you to give him your, your whole life. He doesn't mind if you do certain things. But the thing is who's your daddy? Who's 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 your father? Who's your God? Who's your who's your ultimate king? Remember he's the king of the universe and he's the leader of, of the church. Like I said yesterday, uh Grace is, we're saved by faith through grace and grace alone. But grace, but when we say by faith alone, but faith alone produces salvation, but the salvation that faith produces uh, is genuine. And the faith that saves is not alone. That means it produces. 
And so are we saved by works? No, we're not saying that. Are we legalistic? No, we're not saying that. We're saying that if I love my wife, I'm going to show it. And I'm not going to go talk to another woman. I'm not going to spend my time doing other things when I'm supposed to be with my kid. Now, I didn't do my ministry stuff. I can go on a vacation. Me and my wife must come to consensus. God doesn't mind if you go to college. God doesn't mind if you, you, you do this or that. But God is going to say something if you've got a boyfriend or a girlfriend that's drawing you down or a friend that's drawing you down. He's going to say something. He's going to say something if you get a job that you're going to be too busy to give to the kingdom of God. He's going, to get, he's going to say something if you're going to buy a house that you can't afford or a car that you cannot afford. He's definitely going to say something, my friend. And, and that's something you have to know. I didn't take any commercials today, so we got a few minutes left. We got three minutes left. But, you know, God loves you, and he, and he wants the best for you. I spoke about King uh, God's of your heart. I spoke about the the Lord uh, being tempted of the devil, and he offering him the kingdoms of the world. Satan's still offering people the kingdoms of the world. I want you to remember that. But I want you to remember who's supposed to be on the throne. It says in um, uh, Matthew 4, 10, right after he offered Jesus the kingdoms of the world, it says, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Him only should we serve, folks. Him only, Jesus. And it says in uh, Exodus twenty three five that we shall not bow down to any graven images, but in the 21st century we should not bow down to anything that's going to take the reference preference over God, not even your own kids. Jesus even pronounced that. If you love me, if you if you don't love me more than you love your mother, father, sister, brother, cousin, kin, whatever, friend, you're not worthy of me. And then you can just still throw in all the objects. All the vacations, all the all the marriages you gotta go and ninety seconds. All the uh, all the things of this world. All the trips, all the businesses. I want to start a business. I want to do this. I want to do that. But there's no time for God. Put God first, not second. We go to these churches and they don't even express the fact that God needs to be first. And then when he's, he's first, your life is going to turn out right. You're going to still have trials and tribulations, but it will, start, it will, it will, it will, start, it will be right. 60 God loves you, my friend. Make sure y'all stay tuned for uh, shows in the future. We're going to try to get a, a, a specific schedule going where we have shows as much as we can. Um, but God bless y'all, and y'all have a wonderful day. You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on the Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus. God bless y'all. Have a wonderful day.